You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast or show where we believe that books are magic and have the power to transform homes. So on this podcast, we get to talk to the authors behind the magic to find out their true intentions behind the books. And tonight we are here with Dave Cole. Hi, Dave. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Looking forward to their conversation. Yes, so am I. So guys, we're going to talk tonight with Dave and I'm going to give you um, a brief background on Dave and then we're just going to get right into it. So he's always been passionate about math. Dave, when you say always, what do you mean by that? Oh, I, I love doing uh, math puzzles and, and things from um, probably four or five on. I was always trying to figure things out and, and math always kind of played into that. That's awesome. Okay, so his background is in math, computer science, and mechanical engineering. And he has done everything from designing missile guidance systems, that's interesting, interesting, to teaching college computer science courses, um, to designing data center management software. He has coached many different math teams, taught math enrichment classes, and he, and he also ran a summer math camp for elementary school students for a number of years. Our listeners are going to love that because we're mostly in that elementary age, age group. Um, so um, he found that one of the best ways to teach math was through stories and games. Um, so we're here tonight to talk about his math series. Um, and you've published six books in that math series, The Math Kids. Uh, correct. Uh, book six uh, just recently came out. Uh, book seven is uh, should be out in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, book eight is at the editor right now, and that will be out next April. And book nine is somewhere up in my head right now, kind of kind of wallowing around trying to figure out where to go. So uh, I'll get started on that one pretty soon. So, so many questions just popped into my head. I guess we'll we'll start with this. Um, what did I miss? Is there something else you want us to know about you, about your background? No, it's just really, I, it was, uh, it was interesting. So I, I was running this, this math camp and mm-hmm. the very first year we asked the kids, um, started right out. I said, how many of you are here because you want to be here? How many of you are here because your parents want you to be here? Mm-hmm. And every hand was parents. I was summer vacation. No kid wanted to give up a week to do math. And I said, well, then my goal is to change your mind. So uh, we had a great week. The next year I sent out brochures and we started doing the math camp again. I got about 75% of those same kids back the next year. And and I asked the same question the next year. How many of you are here because you want to be here? How many because of your parents? A lot more hands for because they wanted to be here. And some of those kids stayed with me for six years. Some of them wanted to come back and be kind of helpers and counselors at the end of it. So I said, somewhere along the line, we must have we hit the mark somewhere mm-hmm. that 
you know, we got kids excited about about math. And that was the whole goal and really the whole goal of this series as well is to have some fun. We look at math and uh, let's take sports, for example. We can go out and watch a baseball player, right? We can go watch whatever your favorite team is or soccer, football, whatever it is. And we can see it. Math, you can't see good math. You just It's just not the math is too hard for you to understand as an elementary school kid. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of math that you can look at and see and say, that's really cool. I may not understand all of it, but it's mm-hmm. really cool that I, I'm going to be able to get to there. And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So the what, what came first, the camp or the books? Uh, the camp came first. Okay. Uh, I actually, the books actually came from, I was going to write, somebody had said, wow, this camp is so much fun. My kids love it. You ought to write mm-hmm. a book on how to run a math camp. I actually started to write that book. And, okay. um, I, and I was trying to give an example of, here's how I, you could tell a story to kind of get math uh, to come out. And I was about 40 pages into this little story. I went, well, shoot, that's going to be a whole book by itself. So I wrote it as a fiction book um, and I had so much fun doing it that I wrote another one and I wrote another one. Um, somebody at work said, you ought to try to get these published. Mm-hmm. And I contacted a publisher and said, I'll take the first three. And do you have any more after that? And uh, wow. so I did the first three, then signed the contract for the next three. And then the three after that. And we're talking about going on from here. So we're here to talk about the Math Kids series, right? But but does that book on how to run a math camp, does it exist? It doesn't. I'm still, okay. uh, I kept what I had. I would still like to go back and, and finish that because I think there's, and maybe I would broaden it out to how to how to use stories and games to enhance math. Maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I think teachers could um, could benefit from that and parents and uh, and all kinds of things. My kids and I still play math games. All the time. If we are in the car and we look at the digital clock, I we will still say, "Okay, come up with a with a formula." So if it's like three twelve, you know, my daughter will go up three equal one plus two. It'll be that kind of thing. We're always just trying Mm -hmm. to find ways to incorporate math just in our everyday life and have some fun with it. I think that that's awesome. And I asked if that uh, book existed, because as you were talking about the math camp and I was, as I was reading more about your your background, I was wondering, is there a math camp? We're in Texas. <laughs> I would love to send Aiden to a math camp. And I know they do a lot more like virtual, but to actually be able to go to a math camp, I think would be really cool. So you may have driven me to look and see. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, and I never did really research to see if there's something out there, but it is amazing. So we, we talked about economics a little bit in the, in the class. So we were talking about mm-hmm. supply and demand. That's a pretty dry subject. We made it into a game of tag where certain people were animals and certain people were predators and certain people were food. So you had to go if you were a, a, an animal, you had to go and tag food in order to eat. And what we started doing is reducing the amount of food. Well, now I had animals that were going hungry. And then we started introducing more predators and the predators were killing all the animals and some predators didn't have enough to eat. And they were just playing a game. But when we went back in, into a classroom and started talking about that, said, you know, what went wrong? They said, well, there wasn't enough food to eat. And they got it. They got the concept of supply and demand. And from there, we could actually talk about the math a little bit. But first they had fun and, and then they, they kind of got the concept and then you could talk more about it. So it was those kind of things, I think, that really helped to, to bring out, uh, you know, the math side of things without just 
throw another worksheet at them. Yeah, that sounds so cool. I wonder, so the Math Kids series, uh, I, I ask authors who come on the show, if you had to give like an elevated pitch, what is a book about uh, the series? What would you say? Yeah, it's for elementary school kids. Uh, they mm-hmm. started in fourth grade uh, and they're now book six have just finished fifth grade, mm-hmm. but they use math. Uh, they form a club because they want to solve math problems. They like doing that. But mysteries started happening. There were some burglaries and there were in one book and there was a, a, a speeding ticket that a teacher's son had in another book. And they used their math to, to solve these mysteries, either help their friends out or help the uh, they get involved with the FBI on a case and mm-hmm. um, where they use their math to, to figure things out. Each book has um, an overarching math concept. So the very first book was called The Primetime Burglars. Mm-hmm. And we talk about prime numbers. That's kind of plays into their their solution. So you learn a little bit about prime numbers, but in the meantime, you get a good mystery story that's that's hopefully fun to read as well. Yeah. And do you have your books with you? I do. I do. Wonderful. So, yeah, got a whole whole pile of them here. So <laughs> I'll give you the screen so you can show the the covers of a couple of them if you want. Sure. Sure. So this is uh, this was the first book, Primetime Burglars. And uh, it's interesting, the books have grown over time. So this first book was, I don't know, 100 pages or so. Uh, This is the latest, The Triangle Secret. And that one comes in at 180 pages. So uh, I'm doing like twice as much work, but I think I get paid the same. I don't know. But uh, so Incorrect Solution uh, was book number five. Uh, This is one of my favorites, An Encrypted Clue. Uh, The kids start to learn about codes and ciphers. Uh, an unusual pattern. Um, there's a lot of patterns in math, so this one kind of talks about some of that. And then a sequence of events um, is a book where one of the one of their friends' fathers gets uh, kidnapped, and they have to go rescue him. And he leaves them a secret message that uh, involves some math in order for them to figure it out. So, yeah, they've been fun to write. They seem uh, so fun. Like they were so fun to write. I noticed it. So it's the same kids, every book. What was the inspiration behind the characters in your book? Well, the first book only had three kids in it. And it was Stephanie and Jordan and Justin, which happened to be the names of my kids. I was never good at character names. Uh, My daughter, after the first book said, yeah, this isn't going to fly, dad. You got (laughs) you have to have another girl in the book. You have to have, and not just another girl in the book, you have to have girls that can go and have serious conversations without the boys and not just talking about boys. So she said, girls are serious mm. and, and I, I need you to do that. So I wasn't going to argue with her. So I introduced uh, Catherine in book number two, and then she, the four of them have been uh, around since then. Okay. Okay. So I love that your daughter told <laughs> she like took command of the situation and told you what needed to happen. And I very much like so, my daughter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's so important to, you know, to have all the characters like have dynamic personalities and all of them are able to like take charge and have serious conversation. So that's awesome. I'm so interested um, in your series. I have not read it yet, but I planned to read your series with a- Aiden. Um, I think, I love how you combine storytelling with math. I think that, you know, I know that you have a camp and it would help in so many classrooms, as you said, um, just with teachers and explaining math. One of the things that 
it's funny. I, I did this survey the other day. A mom put out a survey um, and she was asking if we help our kids with their homework. And Aiden's only in second grade. He's not getting much homework. But the thing when he does bring math that he's confused about is all the changes in the processes, like how to get to the answer. And oftentimes I can help him. Like I, I know the answer, but I can't explain it in this new way that teachers are explaining it. So how do you like a, adjust for that, I guess? Do your books go not into the how, but just... Actually, they go into a little bit of the how because there okay. are... Uh, throughout the books, there are also puzzles and things that they're that they're solving. So you'll see some little math things. In fact, it'll even say in the book, it'll say, stop. If you want to go solve this puzzle on your own before the math gets due, go out and do it. And it'll kind of restate the puzzle. Uh, I had a teacher contact me and she said, we do your, your math books as read-alouds. When mm. we get to a spot where it says stop and there's a puzzle, the kids are always excited. They break up into groups and they go solve the, the puzzle before we talk about how they do it how the math works in the book. And and I do take into account, one of the kids may say, oh, all you have to do is this. And one of the other kids will say, well, I don't get that. And someone will say, mm -hmm. oh, another way you could do it is this. So it's kind of teaching a lesson multiple ways to get to, uh, to the same answer and different ways of solving problems. There's yeah. also an appendix in the back of each book that talks mm -hmm. a little bit more about the math and, uh, and not just the math. There could be other topics that, that get brought up. I talked about uh, one of the books is Seven uh, Wonders of the Ancient World. And and in the appendix, I talk about that a little bit. And each book also comes with a teacher's guide. Uh, and teachers have, have reached out to me and said, hey, this is great. There's other activities I can do based on this book. And not all of them are math. Some of them are arts and some of them are uh, more social studies or or something else. But I think math ties into so many different subjects, art and music, architecture, that it's, it's a great way to pull it all together. Yeah, math is literally everywhere. And <laughs> it's good that your, your books are showing that. I'm wondering, because I know there are so many kids that might be afraid of math um, right now. And, you know, they look at math and it feels so heavy. What advice would you give to parents? Um, and I know your book is a, is a major one. But what advice would you give to parents who want to get their kids interested in math? Yeah, it's it's trying to show them. Um, I, I'm very big into mathematical patterns, mm -hmm. uh, and there are, are series of of things. One of the books talks about it's called the Fibonacci series uh, sequence, and it's just it's just starts with one and one, and then the next number is you just add one and one to get two, and then the next number I just add one and two together to get three, add two and three together to get five, and 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 so on. And one of the girls is really fascinated with this with this series, so. That in itself, the math is really easy. We're just adding a couple numbers to build this series. But I go through in the book how, how this relates to uh, uh, nature. Um, all number of flowers, if you go out and look at flowers in your yard, all of them will have the number of petals. The number of petals is going to be a number in the Fibonacci sequence. So whether it's, you know, five or eight or 13 or 21 or 34, that's how many petals end up being on there. So it plays in the nature, and, and we talk about that uh, a lot. I had a math professor contact me and said, that may be the best explanation I've seen of the Fibonacci sequence ever just because you, you brought it to life. And so kids can see things like that and go, oh, math isn't just multiplication tables, and it isn't just things like that. 
And if we get kids to see that math is interesting, they're a little bit more apt, I think, to, to say, yeah, I got to go through some of the, you know, the, the worksheets and things to get there. But there's some really cool stuff building up. And, and let's see if we can get there. I'm interested to know if you've had kids read your books or, you know, parents buy the books for their kids. <laughs> and they come back to you and say, my kid hated math before and now they love it. Do you get reviews like that or testimonials? I- I did. I got a, uh, yeah. I, a woman contacted me and said, um, my son really resisted, really resisted reading the book. I had bought this for him and just refused to do it and and came back and said, wow, this is a little bit more math is a little bit more interesting than I thought mm-hmm. and has now gone on to read the rest of the of this series. I've had other kids that have said, you know what, still not thrilled with math after reading your book, but I like the stories and that's yeah. OK, too. Right. Sometimes it's just it doesn't have we don't have to beat kids over the head. Sometimes just hearing it in the background enough, they'll they'll get it. Right. Just like reading to your kids all the time. They're not going to love every story, but they're going to mm-hmm. learn to love reading and love books. And that's going to take them so far in the world. Yeah, I love that. I talk to parents all the time about just the importance of just just keep going, keep reading. We talk about the importance of reading, not just for like bonding, but that vocabulary development. Um, and if you just keep saying the words, because we use books, use much more advanced vocabulary than most of us do in just conversation day to day. So if you just keep reading the books and giving them those words, you know, it'll build up over time. And you're right. Even if they don't fall in love with math, reading the books gives them a foundation that they'll recall, you know, when it's necessary or later in life. So right. um, I've, I've actually had the opposite happen as well. Kids who are really into math. Mm-hmm. but weren't so much into reading. Okay. Got a little bit more interested in reading because there was some math that was involved. So it can actually work kind of both ways. So uh, I was always glad to hear that too, because um, uh, reading is just so important and, and anything you can do to get kids interested in the reading, it's, uh, it's great. You know what? I, Dave, I don't know why that didn't uh, come to me right away because I have parents in the group that say, my kids are into numbers. Like, do you have books <laughs> that focus on numbers and not really into reading, can't get him to read? And I just was looking for a book for, for my nephew. He's uh, seven. And it was very hard in the in the bookstore. It was like a very small section of books for kids, you know, his age that focused on numbers and really built a story around it. So there's such a necessity for parents to know that your series exists and it's helping children and families um, in general um, in that vein. So thank you for for pointing that out the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm one of those, and maybe I'm strange, but I kind of like both sides. I've uh, always been an avid reader, but I've always liked working with numbers. So uh, to me, this was the best of of both worlds. And um, it's why I can write the book so easily, because I've got the the math background and how to, this educational side of things to, to make it fun. And then I just write a story around it. I, I, every book starts with the math. But then yeah. I, I develop a story out of it. I was going to say, it sounds like uh, the books are coming out pretty quickly. You said you have the, the first six and you have the one coming out uh, just released, another one in October. 
and the other one's sitting up in your head. That's what you said, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. We've been releasing two a year. I would probably okay. do more, but uh, they're publishing schedules, and uh, and I work mm. with uh, an artist, and and she's got an illustrator. She's got work to do on it, and there's editing, and the process is just so much more than I thought it was going to be when I when I got into it. So when I finish a book, it is about a year before it is actually actually published before it actually okay. comes out. So when I turn in okay. a draft about a year from now is when I'll, I'll see it and, uh, you know, see it come out. Okay. So I wonder if you would have any advice for any aspiring authors that we have in the group. I would say, and, and I think anyone's an aspiring author for one thing, yeah. including kids. I think we, we mm -hmm. need to get kids to write and tell their stories. And yes, the grammar may not be great. The story may not be great, but, um, but, but it's starting to, to voice, right. And, and get your voice out there. Uh, and whether you're doing it orally or you're doing it written, I think that's uh, important for uh, people who really want to publish books. Um, there's a lot of books that get published. I happen to go with a traditional publisher for this series, plus another um, young adult novel that I wrote. Uh, but there's it's so much easier to self-publish now as well. Um, and and just if you've got an idea and you're passionate about it, just just keep at it. Get lots of people to read it. Um, do the other side before you write. Read a lot. Reading is so important to be able to to be able to write later on because you pick up how do I do different voices and how do I, you know, how do I uh, picture a scene and things like that. So, um, yeah, just keep at it. Thank you for that. Is there anything else that you want to say to just the parents in the group about your books? Uh, no, I, you know, I would love to get feedback. Um, that's, that's always great when, when people send me, uh, um, send me feedback. I, I got, um, we're part of a, there's a program in India called Get Lit, which is an online reading. They're trying to encourage reading in India, which is really yeah. interesting. Um, uh, they produce a ton of computer scientists and mathematicians in, in India, but they're not a big reading country, um, which is interesting. So they're trying to promote that. So my books are on there and they said they've been really, really popular. Again, kids who like the math end up doing some reading uh, as a result of, uh, of that. So it's, uh, that's been fun. The books have also been translated now into Mongolian. Um, they're being translated into, uh, for Turkey, South Korea. So they're, they're starting to get picked up uh, across the world. Um, the, there's illustrations throughout the book. They're not a picture book, but I work with an incredible um, young artist out of Canada that, um, I didn't really know what my characters looked like until she showed me. And now I can't picture them any other way than, than the way she drew them. Uh, and that's, and, and now after she drew them first time, now I'm starting to develop traits around what they, what they look like and how that might play into their everyday life. So um, it's the nice thing about a series is each book is standalone. You could pick up book six as the first book and read it. Okay. But better to go from one on just because you see the character arc, you see how they change and they mature and their friendship changes and it, mm -hmm. and it, and it hits challenges like any other, you know, like any friendship that we have and they, they have rocky spots, but they stick together and uh, they work together as a team and they find out uh, teamwork is, is really important to the whole process. Sounds. And, and the, the big thing that, 
that I picked up there was the illustrator, <laughs> the fact that she brought the characters to life for you. Um, I think it, it's not, it's, it's rare for the illustrator to um to kind of get the recognition that they deserve. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, she's that, been an important yeah. part of it, and they're and not just the cover; their illustrations throughout the book. That um, yeah, and and you know she'll send me she'll send me um you know some some rough drafts, and mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever made a comment saying no, that doesn't really fit. It's just she reads the book, she gets it, she knows these kids really really well. And uh, she can just she can just draw them and picks up the situation exactly. And, and it's like, yep, that's what I would have drawn if I could draw, which I cannot. OK, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. So where are your books available? Um, it's uh, definitely on Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can find them there. Uh, you'll also find them in uh, bookstores. They're not everywhere, but uh, there's a lot of bookstores that have picked them up. Um, and I do some occasional signings and things there. Uh, I also have a, uh, a website. Uh, it's just the mapkits.com right there on the bottom. And that will, that will show you how to get to, uh, all of them. It'll, uh, let you read the first chapter of, of every book. So you can kind of get a feel for what the book looks like. Uh, might be enough to get your kid interested in, in, in reading that and, um, illustrations. And, uh, if I'm on blogs and, and things like that, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm pretty active with that, and I uh, respond to anybody who contacts me through there because I love to hear from readers and, uh, um, you know, get suggestions from them and get, uh, hey, I didn't like that you did this. And I say, oh, well, that's an interesting point of view. So, um, yeah. And somebody else will go, I love this. And uh, and I can always tell if a kid likes it, it's by the number of exclamation points. <laughs> so uh, I, was, I was reading somebody's review, and book one was, this is a great book, exclamation point, exclamation point. But book four, 17 exclamation points. I think they've really liked book four. So that's that's Count how I'm days to do the counting. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I'm a numbers guy. What can I say? Oh, God. So make sure if you're listening to this, uh, just the audio on the podcast, it's themathkids.com. Themathkids.com. And you can also find Dave uh, on Facebook. Um, yep. His author page or book page is the math is just at the math kids. So um, make sure you guys check that out. I'm so excited that we had a chance to talk to you today and super excited to dive into your series. Um, If you don't have anything else, we'll wrap up for the night. Okay. No, it's been great. I appreciate the, appreciate the time and the, uh, the shout out there. And uh, you know, like I said, reach out to me if you, uh, uh, if you've got any questions on the books, happy to answer them. Thank you so much, Dave. We were here tonight with, author Dave Cole and we talked about his series The Mask Kids. Thank you so much Dave. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye.